This is number 59, Compassion for the Self. A quote from Dr. Tony Cahill. Imagine a compassion large enough to encompass even yourself. Dr. Tony, as, as we call him, is a healer. He's an extraordinary healer who works with energies that are beyond my uh, capacity to discern most of the time, but uh, gets consistent results doing the things he does, uh, working on the problems he works on, which is the problems of being a human, the problems of uh, a body needing adjustment. He's trained as a chiropractor, but has kept himself open and learning throughout his career and has really turned himself into a master of his own very unique system. One of the things he engages in is clearing away um, emotional blocks, things from our past. Now, meditation does the same thing. Trauma therapy does the same thing. EMDR does the same thing. Hell, MDMA therapy works in the same way of clearing away blocks, of softening the field of the mind within which these blocks are, are frozen. And it's often useful to get some help on the physical end of things and uh, with a practitioner of, of your choosing, someone who you uh, resonate with and someone who sees things at least a bit the way you see things so you can communicate, so you can have an experience with each other that will be beneficial. And Dr. Tony is one of those guys for me. And one day he was clearing emotional blocks from me, and one of the things he said in his uh, filling me up with uh, the opposite of the stories I had inside for myself was this quote, Imagine a compassion large enough to encompass even yourself. It blew my mind. I had not even ever contemplated such a thing. And now here suddenly I was in a vulnerable and open state with someone that I trusted, who spoke to me and made a request or a demand of me, he didn't say, you could, imagine. He didn't say, if you want to. He didn't say, please. He just said, imagine. And in that moment, I was able to imagine. I didn't have to dig it up. I didn't have to create it. In that moment, I imagined a compassion great enough to encompass myself. And healing ensued. You know, the compassion and love are... Uh, they're the very stuff of the universe. And the truth of the universe, the truth of consciousness, of the divine, is that everything always is worthy of our love. And to the divine, everything always is worthy of compassion. I can't find that for some of my fellows, for some of the uh, actors in our world, the, the way people behave with and to each other. But I can imagine it for myself, and that goes a long way toward giving permission to uh, other people in my world as well. 
But how does compassion for the self feel? Imagine watching a four-year-old working alongside their mother in the kitchen. Could be their father, although my father never baked cookies. The mother is making cookies. The child, standing on a footstool, four years old, is making their own batch. Now, imagine them making the biggest mess possible. Dough and flour everywhere, all over themselves, in the counter, in their hair, from where they'd had to move it out of their eyes. They're not making the mess just to make a mess, no. They're making a mess because that's what four-year-olds do when they try to do an adult task. Now, watching this, especially if we've set it up and allowed them to make cookies along with us, watching this, we would be charmed. We might be impressed by their commitment to this thing that is so obviously over their head. And if the cookies got baked, even if they were misshapen and burned in some places, we would probably eat them and enjoy them and make sure the child knew how much we appreciated the work they did to make them. We might use it as a, a learning opportunity to say, this is fantastic. Next time, maybe you want to put a little oil in the pan or butter on the bottom of the pan. Next time, maybe you don't want to forget the yeast. You know, it's, this is, these are the ingredients. And, oh, I think you, I think you might have left that one out. Now, Imagine an all-loving creator watching its creations move through life, evolving with each moment, situation, and day, always, by definition, always stepping into new situations and challenges, for indeed, each day is unique. We are evolving creatures designed to continue learning, always needing a new level of skill, a fresh way of seeing things, a novel approach, because we are always stepping into the new. Whether or not we're pretending it's something we've already done. People who do plays on Broadway, it's not rote. They're doing the performance. Each night, they are engaged in the new, in the fresh, in the alive. They are bringing themselves fully to a moment and living through it for the benefit of the audience, but also for the benefit of themselves, for the spirit that they are, and for their fellows on stage with them, looking to have that same new and fresh and alive experience with each other and to, as much as possible, imbue it with passion. It's no different for us. It's just that we can point to them and see them doing it. It's the same for me. I am always evolving. I'm always stepping into the new, always reaching for something more, sometimes succeeding, other times failing, occasionally spectacularly so. Now, this creator watching me do that would probably feel about its creation, how we might feel about this child. Because that creator, because that creator is the furthest experience of consciousness, the most extrapolated version of the truth of what I am. 
It's looking back fondly on itself, fumbling through life and making mistakes that it made as this expression of itself. And the end of the story is, and it achieved full consciousness with itself. So it looks back on this fumbling experience of itself and <laughs> might enjoy it would definitely have compassion for it, and would always see the truth that it makes it to the end of the story, that I become the fullest version of consciousness that is possible to become. Now back to the personal perspective on this. Each of us is always doing the best we can at any given moment. None of us wake up in the morning and say, I'm going to go screw something up today. I'm going to go do it poorly and hurt somebody's feelings and lose somebody some money. I'm going to break someone's heart today. Not no one, none of us wake up like that. And we can look at who we are today and see how much we've grown from five years ago or from ten years ago. We can see how much more capable we are, how much more we're able to love. Yet we're still, many of us, as self-critical as we were five years ago, ten years ago. We still have the same negative talk in our heads to ourselves about ourselves. What level of success would we have to reach to stop this negativity? What kind of perfection would we have to be? When is there enough growth that we can move from self-judgment to self-acceptance? Probably never. But we can imagine the compassion a loving creator would have for its favorite creation. For the one that charms it the most. And that's you and that's me. And through choice, awareness, repetition, turning away from the voice of no, the voice of denial, the voice of criticism, anything we can imagine we can become. And as above, so below. If this all-loving creator made this world in order to enjoy itself, in order to learn how to love itself fully, to learn how to remember its oneness with itself, then that's my story too. From ignorance to awareness, from completely shadowed awareness to fully enlightened awareness. This is the track each of us is on in our own unique and fumbling fashion. And it's not just that that's got to be enough. That's all there is. If we can't find compassion for that, we're in the wrong game. Today I will choose to see myself with compassion. I will decide to take a point of view bigger than my judgment. I will imagine the adoration of an infinitely loving creator for its favorite child. I will smile at a personal shortcoming that I have just acted out yet one more time. I will make amends where necessary. I will clean up my mess where there is a mess. And I will pick myself up once more and once again 
step into the next moment, trying my best. Imagine a compassion great enough to encompass even yourself. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to Embracing Bliss. I started this podcast and the book it's based on to offer a daily reminder to myself as well as to you that we have the freedom to choose happiness. And if ever we needed happiness and freedom to choose in this world, now would be that time. So please do share it with someone you love, send it to a friend, and also please stay in touch. Links for Instagram, uh, the book Embracing Bliss, and to sign up for my newsletter can all be found in the show notes. Until next time, have a great day.